The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Which is better, Cunard Creamery 2 in Queen's Grill or the MSC Preziosa Yacht Club? This is the Tips for Travellers podcast, hosted by Gary Bembridge. It's a podcast of inspiration, advice and tips about finding and having a luxurious travel experience on both land and sea. The podcast draws on over 20 years of experience of travelling every month of every year to luxury destinations on all continents and on the oceans of the world. For more, visit tipsfortravellers.com, where travellers are spelled with two L's, the UK way. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Tips for Travellers. And on Tips for Travellers, in this episode, we're going back to sea. And we're going to take a look at two premium cruise offers, one which is Cunard Queen Mary to Queen's Grill, and the other is the MSC Preziosa Yacht Club, or in fact, the MSC Cruises have it on a number of their ships, the Yacht Club concept. Now, those of you who've been following me on my blog or my podcasts will know that I'm a massive big fan of Cunard Queen's Grill and the Queen Mary 2, and also will know that I was uh, one of the official bloggers for the launch of the MSC Preziosa, a uh, cruise line that I hadn't been on before, and I've obviously blogged and written about that based on my experiences. I was given a challenge by Daniel, who's at mytravelmoney.co.uk. He's the managing director, and I've met him through various blogging activities and also through traveling. He and his family have been big fans of Cunard, traveling in Queen's School right back on the original QE2 through to Queen Mary 2, and actually we spent uh, a couple of weeks on a Christmas cruise around the Caribbean where he was also traveling with him and his family. So he knew that I was a big Cunard fan. He knew that I loved the premium Queen's Court experience. He was intrigued by the things he was seeing me saying about the MSC Cruises Yacht Club and asked me to write something for their blog about the two and comparing the Queen Mary to Queen's Grill experience, their premium experience, with the MSC Cruises Yacht Club experience to find out which was better. He gave me five topics to have a look at and compare. One was food, one was entertainment, one was the crew, one was exclusivity, and the last one was the cabin. The thing we didn't really talk about, but is probably important before we start this whole uh, Tips for Travellers about which is better, is the price. Now Cunard uh, and the Queen Mary 2, of course, is probably positioned and would see itself as kind of a premium cruise line. So it it tends to be more exclusive, perhaps. It is certainly more expensive. MSC Cruises is um, probably more mass market, more mid-market. And the Yacht Club is really their um, way of attracting a more premium passenger and offering more premium experience. But there is quite a big difference between the cost. And so we didn't really take that into account. But as we'll see as we go through this, uh, it does have an implication in some areas. I must say, though, that the actual comparison between the Queen's Grill and between the Yacht Club, particularly in the areas that Daniel at mytravelmoney.co.uk asked me to compare, did surprise me. I think there are some other aspects where you could perhaps argue 
uh, you know, the Queen Mary II is, is very different. For example, the Queen Mary II is a, a standalone ship. There is no other like it. It's a liner. The MSC Preziosa is a, is a very large ship, but it is of, uh, there are other ships similar to it in the Fantasia class design within MSC cruisers. So we took out some of those aspects and we just focused on those five topics. But let's take a look at, anyway, what my tips for travelers and thoughts were in those five areas that he asked me to think about. So the first area is food. And let me talk about the MSC Yacht Club first. There was amazing, amazing food in both the main Yacht Club restaurant. They had their own dedicated open seating uh, restaurant, La Pamari, or Palmerie, if that's the correct way to pronounce it. And they had a number of speciality restaurants with the Italy chain of restaurants being a special note. The Italy chain is a very big chain in Italy. It's spread out into uh, Japan. There's a couple, I think, in New York. Um, but they were the main and most upmarket uh, speciality restaurants. But the food in, in La Pamari, which is the main restaurant, which is included in your price, was remarkable. It was very fresh. It was very Italian-inspired, you know, MSC being kind of Mediterranean Italian. And they had very varied menus in the restaurant each night. It was a really, really nice menu. And in fact, so nice that I actually kind of preferred eating in there than actually paying to go into the Italy you know, you pay a surcharge to eat and eat. I didn't think it was even worth it. La Palmeri was so good. Now, obviously, on the Queen Mary 2 and Queen's Grill, you get a massive set menu. Uh, and then Queen's Grill, you, you get an a la carte menu and you can actually order off menu if you want. So you might decide you want something you just order at lunchtime. You can pretty much have whatever you want. You know, there's a massive range of dishes, including dishes which are cooked at your table. So flambéed or whatever. The service is, is amazing in Queen's Grill. I did think actually, though, it was it was a much tougher call than I thought it would be. I, I did give it to Queen Mary to Queen's Grill. And the reason I gave it to Queen Mary uh, Queen's Grill is the vast, vast choice. It's very high quality. The service attention to detail in the restaurant, including that uh, table cooking, does make it feel very special. Also, what's important is Cunard make everything from scratch on board so whether it's the rolls whether it's sauces whether it's gravy everything is made you know from scratch so i think from that perspective it's different to many other cruise lines and i i suspect it's different to to msc so msc food was amazing but if you're comparing the msc yacht club to the queen's grill i think the queen's grill just nudges it um, because it has other elements like the carte menu and the set menu and ability to order off um uh, pieced as it were and also you know the service and stuff cooked at, at your table and everything is cooked from scratch so the second area daniel asked me to look at was entertainment now the msc entertainment it's excellent it's very modern the entertainment is geared for a much younger audience including families especially families are very important on msc so their entertainment will range from modern production shows which tend to be sort of a mixture of kind of musical and Cirque du Soleil acrobatics, very slick dance scenes. But they also go right through to high technology rides. So they have a 4D cinema, you know, with uh, sound and 3D glasses. They have a Formula One racing simulator with an actual kind of racing car. They have water slides on the ship. You know, they, you know on the MSC Preziosa, they have the largest water slide or the longest water slide at sea. It's very modern. It's, it's, it's very in touch with a very diverse audience. It's definitely much younger. They have a monstrously huge casino, big club, you know, for those who like dancing. It's, it's a much younger, more up-to-date, more contemporary entertainment. Now, on the Queen Mary 2, I have always found Cunard Entertainment disappointing. And 
you know, you will have seen, I've, I've said this before on podcasts, I've said this before on the blog. I find personally the entertainment on QNOT quite dated. The production shows I feel are, are very predictable. They rely very heavily on very safe kind of routines of songs, you know, kind of songs through the ages. The, the guest entertainers are probably those that are past their prime, in my view. I find the whole entertainment pretty unadventurous and it's not very exciting. I find it very hard to stay in the shows and often I don't even go to the shows. I mean, Kinnata are trying to attract a younger crowd and I think their entertainment really is missing. And I, I really saw that when I was on MSC. So the overall win on entertainment was MSC by a mile. Now, Cunard does have the incredible lecture program and the insights program. MSC doesn't have it on, on a lot of the cruise regions, although I believe they do. And some, some regions have the kind of those, those insight speakers. So I think, you know, the Cunard lecture program was, is amazing. And I do think that's fantastic. But overall, the entertainment, I think, is very dated. So I gave that one to MSC. The third topic that Daniel from mytravelmoney.co.uk asked me to, to think about was crew. Now, let me talk about MSC and MSC Yacht Club. The MSC crew are incredibly passionate about the cruise line and passengers. You know, the cruise line is just 10 years old. And in that time, it's become the third largest cruise line in the world. And you can't do that, I don't think, without having incredible service. Everyone I spoke to, whether it's the captain right through the stateroom attendant, everybody had this very clear vision of, and they would all repeat it to you, about making sure the guest is not made to feel like they're a number, they're a name. The friendliness of the service was very impressive. Now, <clears throat> admittedly, I was on a maiden voyage. They had their, you know, A-team crew on board. So it may, it, it, you know, I may have seen a slightly um, uh, exaggerated view of that. <clears throat> but saying that, I had no idea or hint it was a maiden voyage. The service was very slick. The captain was incredibly visible. He was always around the ship, talking to people, showing them around, helping them carry cots up and down stairs, showing people, you know, where they wanted to go. And I think there was a very service-orientated attitude, a very passenger-orientated attitude. It was very impressive. My experience on Queen Mary 2 has been much more mixed. The QNOT White Star service and training is incredible. It's it's very efficient. The service is very good. It's a much more formal, British, more reserved style of service, which is probably the big difference you know, to MSC, which is much more effusive. Um, I never really thought about it before. I always thought the service was very good on Queen Mary 2. But having been on MSC, I think perhaps what it lacks is some of that warmth that I found on MSC. That, you know, there's a much more Mediterranean warmth, if you like. And on Queen Mary 2, in my experiences, whenever I've been on that ship, and I've been on a lot of, quite a few times now, is I've generally found the captain and the senior crew have been much more distant. They've been more formal. They've been more at arm's length from the passengers. There's obviously there's some formal interaction at cocktail parties but it's a much more distant they're much less visible on the ship and i think also Kino, you know is going through a lot of change and 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 modernization and i think the crew are less clear about where that's all heading to and i think that does rub off a little bit so on the overall side of crew i, I do think it's probably a standoff you know i thought the warmth and intention to passengers on msc and that friendliness was was very good the slick but the slickness and the kind of the profession of Cunard through its white star service credo, I think compensates for that less warm approach. You know, I think what I found, though, is that both crews are very impressive. I had actually expected, to be honest, that Cunard would win this by a mile. And I was quite surprised by just the quality of service on MSC. 
Now, of course, I said it may be that it's a maiden voyage. It may be that they've got their absolute A-team crew. But um, it'd be interesting, you know, going on another MSC cruise and, and, and seeing. So actually on crew, I thought both crews were very impressive. So it was kind of a, <clears throat> a one-all, if you like, uh, on that one. Let me talk about exclusivity. Now, this is probably a harder one to define. And the way I defined it is perhaps not the way that other people would define it, because other people may argue that exclusivity is actually fundamental to the whole Queen Mary II ship. It's a one-off ship. It's a liner. There is no other ship anywhere in the world like it. It's a one-off. So you cannot get much more exclusive than that. I took a slightly different approach on exclusivity. And let me explain that. So on MSC, you have the MSC Yacht Club, which is what I'm comparing. Now, the MSC Yacht Club, it's a totally contained space within the ship. It's right at the front of the ship. You need a cruise car to access it. And in this area, you have all the suites. You have the main lounge. You have the concierge office. You have um, a very large exclusive pool deck, which has a swimming pool, jacuzzi, bar, seating area. It's a very self contained area so you actually can retreat from the rest of the ship which is quite busy you know it's it's a it's a very busy ship into this much calmer oasis so there's this real sense of exclusivity you walk into this area which is you know completely you know it's much more upmarket it's it's a dedicated space it feels very exclusive on the queen mary 2 the grill suites whether it's princess or queen's grill for that matter are not in a dedicated section of the ship. They're spread around various decks and areas. Now, on some decks, you know, like you know, there'll be more concentrations of them, but it's not a contained area. It's dotted around. Now, I guess it's dotted around partly because it's supposed to be in where the best parts of the ship are. But you know, things like the concierge lounge, which is I think on on, on deck nine, the dining rooms, the Queen's Grill lounge, they're not in a set dedicated space. They're kind of dotted around it in, in various different places. The deck that's for use by the girls' passengers, it's not particularly large. It's not really access controlled. Um, it, it ends up being a passageway through to the pool on the lower decks. So when you're traveling in Queen's or Princess Girl on Queen Mary 2, it's not a dedicated and exclusive space. Now on the Queen Elizabeth and Queen Victoria, it's slightly more exclusive because you have up at the top of the ship, you do have the Queen's Grill restaurant, the Princess Girl restaurant, and the lounge up there and, and and a small concierge desk. So you do have a slightly more enclosed space where you also then can go outside and go up to the, a, a more dedicated deck. So on the other ships, it's slightly more exclusive, but then you don't have a swimming pool. So I actually gave the Yacht Club the the win on this one for exclusivity, simply because of that exclusive contained space, which kind of, you know, you kind of retreated into. Now, I think... You know, not everybody would agree with that definition of exclusivity. Uh, and I know certainly when this um, article ran on the blog uh, at mytravelmoney.co.uk, there was some discussion around that, around the issue that exclusivity is about the premiumness of Cunard, the uniqueness of the Queen Mary II. So that was my interpretation. So some people may disagree with me and actually say, no, actually, you know, the Queen Mary II is a much more exclusive ship full stop. I took it as the, the combination of, of, of the space. The last point I was asked to look at is cabins. Now, the MSC Yacht Club cabins, they were plush, they were comfortable, and you felt like you were staying in a market hotel. But they weren't especially massive. They were kind of the size of some of the balcony cabins, but much more plushly done. Now, the Queen Mary 2, the grill suites are bigger than the MSC Yacht Club cabins. 
even at the Q6, you know, the Q6, Q7s, which are the lower grade, they're definitely much bigger. I mean, in fact, they're about double the size. They're not, you know, significantly bigger. They have much more storage space. They have a much larger bathroom, much bigger balcony. You know, balcony, they can actually get full-size lounges on and tables. And, of course, there's much more options. You can go right up to, you know, the big Q1s, the big massive you know, two-level kind of um, apartment style. So without a shadow of doubt, you know, for me, the in terms of cabins, the Queen Mary 2 Queen's Court cabins have to win because they're much larger, they're much more spacious. The MSC Cruise cabins, you know, they're plush, they're rich in styling, but the Queen's Grill, you know, just went out for scale and size. Now, you do pay more, uh, which is what you're really paying for. That's why also, you know, Queen's Grill is much more expensive than Yacht Club. You're paying much, you know, for much more seat space. The same as you pay much more first class as you do for club on, on a plane. So what's interesting in that whole process is actually on the five criteria that Daniel asked me to look at, they ended up scoring equally. Now, this did really surprise me because I thought the QNOD would have an edge. It's a much, supposed to be a much more upmarket, much more exclusive, some would argue, much more unique cruise line. But I think what I learned through this process and this exercise that Daniel asked me to do is that, you know, QNOT have a very professional service. They have a very professional offering. They have incredible heritage. They have an incredibly unique ship in the Queen Mary 2. But the cruise industry is changing. So MSC Cruises is bringing a different approach. They're rethinking the whole cruise experience. They're bringing a freshness. They're bringing more personality. They're trying to reinvent what exclusivity means, even within a mass market cruise ship. And I think that's really interesting because QNOT clearly are trying to attract younger people. They're they're trying to become, you know, you know, fill those three ships. They're, they're, you know, there's a lot of pressure on pricing. So I think actually it's blurring a little bit about the kind of passengers that the two are talking to. And I think it's really interesting, you know, QNOT, if they want to stay really exclusive, really need to be thinking about some of the aspects other than the kind of the you know the uh, the size of cabins and things i think it's a really interesting future i think the cruise industry is changing really fast i think msc as one of the youngest and fastest growing is showing there are ways that you can reinvent things and redefine things and uh, so it's very interesting so if you were to choose between traveling on queen mary 2 in queen's grill or msc cruises in yacht club i think the decision particularly at the lower levels if you're going talking about a q6 in, in queen's grill i think it's much less clear MSC is clearly a much more mass market, you know, has much more people on the ship. But the Yacht Club is a very interesting concept. If you're looking for, you know, a, a huge ship with much less people, more space, that kind of thing, then I think clearly Queen's Grill is 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 for you. Um, but it's much closer than I thought it would be. And I would love to hear your thoughts. And you can leave your thoughts by visiting the blog, tipsoftravellers.com, and actually search for, um, you know, Queen's Grove versus MSC Yacht Club. Uh, and leave your thoughts and comments, particularly if you've experienced both. I'd really like to, to hear from you. Remember, I'd also really like it next time you're on iTunes, if you could leave a rating and a comment on the podcast. It helps enormously. But until then, here's to some really great and safe travels. You've been listening to Gary Bembridge's Tips for Travellers podcast, the podcast of inspiration, advice and tips about finding and having a luxurious travel experience that draws on over 20 years of luxury travel experiences. Visit tipsfortravellers.com where travellers are spelled with two L's in the UK way to find out more about the destination of topic covering this podcast. You'll also find the links to contact Gary Bembridge and to follow Tips for Travellers on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter.